ain't shift work and we here to motivate keeping god first helping you to keep the faith uh, shift work this is what we doing bringing y'all together connecting with pastor susan dropping truth bombs uh, only speaking facts learning from the scripture all in the podcast shifting our thinking and we spreading the word all in his name you know that it's shift work let's go So, um, so last week we talked about the power of reading this week. I thought I would go to another, um, kind of an interesting, different, uh, topic. And I'm trying to make this particular semester different than, than my call last semester. I'm really trying not to repeat any of the same topics, uh, because I know many of you were on that, uh, call that last semester, um, so I've, I've been really digging deep and challenging myself to try to come up with new ways um, to keep not only uh, you guys motivated and, and be able to cha- shift your perspective a little bit and change your mindset on things, but even myself, because I am one of those people that I can get bored really easy. I don't know if that's you. Um, just like Carla, you mentioned you started and then you quit. I'm kind of like that when I get into projects and things sometimes. So I will have, I'm like a whole closet full of half done projects. Is anybody else like that? Raise your hand. You know, you're there, you're in it, you're passionate in the moment. And about halfway through, you're like, why did I do this? What was I doing this for? You know, um, and let me just tell y'all a really funny story. Um, my husband still gives me a hard time about this one. I had come across a Pinterest one time, and y'all know Pinterest fails, right? Pinterest fails. Um, I am no Betty Crocker homemaker, but I saw these super cool. Um, one thing I do love is art. Okay, I love to look at art. I love to study art. Like fun fact about me. Um, so I saw these art pieces <laughs> that someone had made by cutting up toilet paper rolls, you know, like the, you know, the little tube inside the toilet paper roll or the the paper towel roll, you know, the ones that we collect for people to take to their elementary school for projects. Okay. That was me. I was like, Oh, I'm going to do this. So I collected, I had probably 200 of them. I was telling people at church and my friends, give me all your toilet paper rolls. And so I sat there and I cut them into all these. And so I started hot gluing, trying to create this big, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just go to Pinterest and, and Google that on there. Beautiful. But for me, it was just sad. It was totally a Pinterest fail. But the, the my husband gives me a hard time because I had toilet paper rolls everywhere for like two years. And for like two years, I was working on this project and I just could not make it right. But I love the create the creativity part of um doing something new. So I wanted to talk about today creating. And I thought, okay, how can I tie this in to be motivating? So I really sat down and I prayed and God gave me something super, super good for this. So our topic this week is creating motivation through creativity and design. Maybe some of you guys are super creative people. Maybe you are um, designers. Maybe you're artists. Whatever it may be, I want us to kind of see how we can motivate ourselves 
We can motivate others. And how can we honor God through it? Because the biggest thing about going into our week is how can we honor God in new ways by improving ourselves and others? So creating is a way of expression. It is self-reflection. It gives you time in your own thoughts. And it gives you quiet time with God. Um, I have mentioned several times, you've probably heard me say this before, one of my downtime ways that I really like to kind of decompress and de-stress is I love to color in a coloring book. Like, that's just my thing. Like, I can color for, like, hours, but the whole time I'm doing that, I'm really just kind of releasing my mind. I'm talking to God, but getting some creativity out in, in the process. So creating is a great way to motivate you to tap into your unused gifts. Because we all have gifts, we all have talents, we all have things that that we could do really, really well that we don't even know yet, okay? And this is also a great way that we can um, carefully, carefully create things for other people. It's a way to do something different, something unique, thoughtful for yourself, thoughtful for others. And here is the scripture. I have two, actually. One is just to kind of explain a little bit about what God gave me, and then your actual scripture. So um, here is your actual scripture. It's going to be Ephesians 2.10. It says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And I love this scripture because it says, for we are his workmanship. And when you think of workmanship, that is creating. He created us, right? He worked us into existence. Um, We're created in Christ Jesus. So there's that word create. So if he is already a creator and we are his direct bloodline, then we are creatives as well. And we don't need to forget that. So many times people say, oh, I'm just not a creative person. Well, we are. We just have to tap into where exactly that creativity lies. Um, You know, and I'll just throw this out there. I know Carla has this unique talent. She makes these gorgeous briefs. And she probably didn't even know, Carly, that you could do that last year until she started actually doing it. And now I know that you have a passion for it and you love to do it and they're beautiful. So we all have that creativity in us. We just have to figure out where it's at. We all have that craftsmanship in us. So for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So I just want you to highlight, circle, underline that last part that says, so that we would walk in them. Okay, he has created us for such a purpose, right? He has given us great talents, great gifts, so that we would use them. And it's not just so that we could use them and say, oh, look how great I can draw. Look how great I can um, create or make a wreath or whatever it may be. It's so that it gives him glory because everything should give God glory. So he created us with all these things so that we would walk in them in order to give him glory. So that's the key part that we're going to really think about here today is how can we be creative and how can we give glory to God through that? So that second scripture that I want to point out to you um, is Mark 6, 3. And it's, it's describing Jesus when they're saying, oh, wait, is this, is this Jesus? And it says, is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary? 
So it points out right there, we know Jesus was a carpenter. And, you know, it's only mentioned a couple of times um, in the Bible about his carpentry and what he did up until the time of his ministry. But this right here shows he was a creator already. He used his hands. He created, like, workmanship right there, right? So it is in our bloodline to already be able to do and to create. So how can we use our workmanship, our gifts, to create and do things that give glory to God? So the scripture already gives us the truth that we were all uniquely created, okay? The creator created us, and we are his direct bloodline, therefore we are creative. Um, If you think about, like, in your family history, there's always something that's passed down. Well, everybody in my family is really good at this. Or, you know, my family has always been able to do this very, very well. You know, maybe it's even something that passes down in hereditary-wise, whether it's disease or, you know, we don't want to think about those negative things, right? But something is always carried down. Your creativity is there. So never discount yourself and say that you are not a creative person because you absolutely are. Sometimes people are better on paper. Maybe you can write. Maybe you know how to do poetry. Maybe um, you, it's the drawing. May, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter any, any way that you can think of creativity. We want to tap into that and give God back the glory. So I want to give you the um, definition of create. So to create is to bring something into existence, to have something happen as a result of your actions. So bring something into existence, you're creating it, whether it is you're writing a song, you're writing a book, whatever, you're bringing that into existence, and then to cause something to happen as a result of one's actions, okay? And then I want to give you the definition of craftsmanship. It says the quality of design and work shown in something made by hand and artistry. So when I go back and I think about that scripture, Ephesians 2.10, and it says, for we are his workmanship. And that's the same as craftsmanship. It's we are his design. He designed us. Like when I think of him being a carpenter and you think about what a carpenter does, We walk into these furniture stores sometimes, right? And we see these beautiful wooden chairs. Like they are sleek. They are clean. They are polished. They have the most unique designs. And you can just see the love and the passion that goes into creating that particular piece. We got to remember that that's what God did to us. And that's how God sees us as his amazing, beautiful, skilled, crafted, perfect workmanship piece of art. So think about your favorite piece in your home right now. What is like your favorite table? Do you have a favorite lamp? Do you have um, whatever chair, couch, whatever it is, think about your favorite thing. And you're like, you know what? I love this. This is like my favorite is the most comfortable. I, you know, think how God looks at us and goes, that is my favorite, man. I did myself on that. That's how he feels about us. So why would we hide in and take in and cover up and forget to expose those beautiful things that he did create in us? Why do we hide those, right? So um, 
something we got to do is we got to look outside the box. So we got to look outside of ourselves, even when we say we're not creative. How can we be creative? So I'm going to list out some ways that maybe you haven't thought about, maybe you would like to try, that it could benefit yourself as well as other people. So here are some other ways to um, craft, create, or design. Um, some of these are a little outside the box. So number one, maybe create a space for discussion or sharing. Okay, well, that's not the kind of design that I was thinking, Susan. No, it's not because it's outside the box. You can create lots of things. Remember, it says here to create is to bring something into existence. So when you create a space for discussion or sharing, that could even be maybe a lunch group. Maybe you work with people and maybe one day a week on Fridays, you guys get together for 30 minutes and you have a discussion time. You have a time where you can talk about um, any stresses that anybody's having. You could create, create a Bible study time once a month even. It doesn't have to be every week. It could be once a month. Um, create a space for discussion, create a space, a safe space for sharing. Maybe that's even in your family. Maybe you need to create a space once a month that you say, okay, family meeting night, right? Let's talk about the goods, the bads, and the uglies of what's going down with our family. Let's talk about our calendars. How do we need to be better at loving one another, right? Um, maybe you can create a space for your own creativity by creating a vision board. Hello. We know we love our vision boards. So um, if you've never been to one of our events, um, I do an annual vision board event every year in January where all the ladies come together and we just share our goals and our dreams and we put it on paper. It is amazing. It really is. But you can do that for yourself at any time. It doesn't have to be in January. You could start that right now for what do you want to accomplish for the rest of the year. Um, okay, so create a workplace Bible study. Create a small group. Hello, that's what you're on right now. You can do this. You can create your own space for a small group, whether it's a book study, whether it is coffee, just meeting at Starbucks. Maybe it is um, like the painting class. They're, they're doing painting different things every week. Create a space where your creativity is allowed to be used. And what I think is so beautiful about small groups is you can use anything and everything and turn it into a way to honor God. Look at this. We are on a Zoom call at 730 in the morning on Monday talking about being design divas, okay? But we're given honor to God for it. You can honor God in so many different ways. Okay, you can create. Here we go. Here's another one outside of the box. Create an atmosphere of praise. Mm, mm, mm. Shut the front door on that one, sisters. Create an atmosphere of praise. What does that look like? What does that mean? Well, number one, that's your attitude. That's your attitude. We have to create an atmosphere of praise. You know, I can sit here and I can complain about that weather last week all, all day long. I can complain about the heat in Texas. But you know what? I want to create an atmosphere of praise. I want to say, Lord, thank you for this sunshine. Lord, thank you that my friends were safe during that storm and nobody got into any accidents that had to drive in it. That has created an atmosphere of praise. You can do that in your car, turning on the worship music. You can do that with your family. Maybe you have, hey, first Tuesday of the night is worship night. 
Everybody throw in a favorite worship song, and we're going to listen to it together. How can you create an atmosphere of praise? Um, maybe even at work. It doesn't, I mean, it gives glory to God when you encourage others. So even if you're not allowed to say bring God into the workplace, you can create an atmosphere of praise amongst your peers and your workers. What does that look like to you? Like Sunday mornings um, in our huddle sometimes at church, we give shout outs, right? We create an atmosphere of praise to those who are... um, who are serving God, who are going above and beyond, going the extra mile. What does that look like when you can do that for the people around you? How can you praise their work um, ethics, their habits, their good deeds, create that atmosphere of praise? Because guess what? This stuff carries on. If somebody feels special, they're going to make, they're going to push that forward, pay that forward, and they're going to make somebody else feel special. It's just human nature because that's how God designed us. Okay, so you can create a motivating challenge. Y'all know I give you motivating challenges every week. But do a challenge for your kids, for your job, for your spouse even. How can you create challenges for them? Because sometimes we get very complacent and we are not challenging ourselves. We're not challenging um, our Our marriages, we're not challenging our children, we're not challenging our friends, our girlfriends, our best friends, right? Um, How can we challenge them, create challenges? And I think one that is always really fun is a scavenger hunt. How could you, like, creatively do a scavenger hunt um, for maybe your your granddaughter? You know, hey, okay, now you got to go find this. Where's the red one? Where's the blue one? Okay, now go find a yellow one. That's a miniature scavenger hunt to maybe you want to do a scavenger hunt for your family in the Bible. How can you do that? Okay, I need you to go find this in the Bible. And then that's going to lead you, you know, there's some really creative ways that you could do that. Um, I'm going to be doing one with the students coming up very soon. And um, they always love that because it really does challenge them because they have to go to the Word to find the answer. And then they have to go search the room for the answer to the word. So it's, it's really good and really challenging. Um, okay, so let's talk about some creative ways that you can be, you, you, could, be, you could be doing to give honor to God. Um, okay, so we talked about you could create the wreath. Maybe Carla will teach us. Maybe she'll do a wreath class. That would be fun. Um, how about a gift basket for a coworker or a friend at church, or someone in your small group, or someone that you know is just um, a little down in the dumps, create a little gift basket. Um, you know, sometimes just a card goes a long way with a, uh, with a, a message and a creative way to say thank you. You know, um, there's always those candy bars that, you know, like it says thousand grand, you know, or whatever it is, you're don't be a nut, you know, whatever it is, all those little candy bars that kind of signify, hey, I really appreciate you. You're worth a thousand grand to me. You know, how can you creatively do something that's inexpensive too? It doesn't have to cost a lot of money, but it has to come from the heart. So um, I know people who create earrings. She did not know that she had a creative talent bone in her body and she started making these leather earrings and now she's huge. She's huge. She's all over Facebook, and people are, like, buying, like, bukus of earrings from her. She's got them in so many different boutiques, and she it just came from, hey, I wanted to sell 
a few pairs of earrings, make a little bit of money to reach a goal. And now it's like a full-time business for her. You just don't know what's inside of you. Um, and something that's very beautiful is every pair of earrings is on a card that has a scripture on it. So this is her way that even if someone does not love God, someone does not know God, they do not go to church. When they receive that gift from someone, guess what? They're getting the word of God. So it's just very creative little touches how you can do that. Um, So small personalized gifts are great. Maybe even create a a flower bouquet for somebody, you know, rather than going to the store and just buying one, why don't you buy a bunch and create something yourself? Put a nice little bow on it. Um, So here is the things that will come from your creativity. Those are the fruits of the spirit. And I'm going to list the fruits of the spirit to you. Love, joy, peace patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When we begin to do for others creatively, lovingly, these are the things that we are passing forward. And these are all fruits of the Spirit, the things that God gives us through His love and through His uh, divine craftsmanship of us. So when we do this, we are paying it forward to others, and then they will begin to pay it forward for others. I mean, think about the whole Starbucks thing or coffee thing. You buy coffee, and what happens? The person behind buys, and then the person behind buys. Why can't we create a movement of using our creativity and our gifts to glorify God and have that pay it forward, right? So here's your motivation for this week. Create from your gifts. What is that thing that you've always wanted to try? What is that thing that you think you might be good at? And just do it. Create. Create. Write a poem down. Like, if you think you can um, sing or want to be a singer, try to sing something and record yourself. See how it's, like, step outside your box because you never know when it's going to be something that you're really, really good at and that those, those bells start going off and you're like, whoa. I never knew that I could do this before, but now I'm going to do it, and I'm going to give glory to God for it. And, you know, I'll tell y'all, like, I talk a lot. If you know me, I do. I talk a lot. I call it a gift. Others don't, but I call it a gift. But here's the thing. I um, grew up till about the age of seven years old. They um, thought that there was something wrong with me. They thought maybe um, I couldn't hear, so I went through all these different tests, and they put tubes in my ears, and I was constantly going and getting ear, uh, you know, listening, putting on these headphones and doctors, and and then they thought, okay, maybe maybe I can't talk. You know, early on, they thought maybe she's just not going to be able to talk, right? And so then about five years, four or five, I was I started talking more, and but. They they truly thought, okay, well, maybe she's deaf. Maybe, you know, maybe she's not understanding. But then something happened. <laughs> like around, honestly, around the age 10, I never shut up. I never shut up. And I just remember getting in so much trouble in school all the way to the point I graduated where everybody's like, you've got to stop talking. Like, it wasn't just the report card that says talk too much. It was literally, y'all, I was, it, back in my day, and I'm sure in most of y'all's, we got paddlings at school. Do y'all remember that? 
We literally would go to the principal's office and he would paddle us with a wooden paddle. Like kids these days don't even understand. Or our teacher would take us out in the hallway in front of everybody that's walking by and paddle us. I, every, I had so much paddle slips, I could have wallpapered the whole room, like literally, because I talked too much. And, you know, for a long time, I thought, okay, maybe I, I, got, I got to, something's wrong with me. Now I'm talking too much. But then when I allowed God to start using that, it just took a little while to develop, but when I can shift that and I can give the glory back to him, all the words start to make sense. They start to fall on ears that will receive, right? And that's what the Lord tells us to do, to go out and make disciples, to go out and spread the gospel. And so if I'm not using my mouth, I'm, I'm not a super talented person, but I do know I got to get the gas. And I'm going to use it for his glory however I can. So your challenge this week is to go learn new things about yourself. Get creative. Do something creative for yourself. I don't care if you have to make a toilet paper roll design. I would love to see that, by the way. Um, Then go and create for somebody else. And I want to leave you with this quote, and then I'll pray you out. Uh, It's Maya Angelou. It says, you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Isn't that the truth? You can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Because the more you get creative, the more you think, oh, and I can embellish it like this. Oh, and I can add this. Oh, that gave me an idea that I can. You can never run out of creativity. But I want you to remember that it says we are his workmanship. We are created in Christ Jesus to do the good works which he has already prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So I hope that motivates y'all today to get creative. Don't let anybody judge you. Don't let anybody talk down to you. You tell them, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm a carpenter's daughter. It's in my blood. All right, I'm going to pray you guys out. And um, we only have two more weeks of this call, by the way. Two more of these calls. And then we're going to uh, meet for lunch for the final um, summer session. So I'm going to pray you out. Lord God, I just thank you so much for um, each of these sweet souls that have spent their morning um, learning on how we can better worship you, Lord, and, and give you our praise and create an atmosphere of praise, Lord. You are so worthy and so deserving, God. We thank you for creating us so uniquely, so differently from one another that we can contribute great things to your world and to your people. And I just, um, I ask that you Walk with each of these ladies this week, and you keep them safe, and that they are full of blessings, Father, and creativity, and that you just allow um, their minds and hearts to be open to everything that you are offering up to them today. And we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. I love you guys. Go get creative. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. All right. Love you guys.